That's what they're asking in London after Uber gets uh, loses its right to operate uh, in a very big and important market. Brad Stone joins us right now, Bloomberg Technology Editor uh, and author of a book about Uber uh, and uh, among other things, and uh, someone who knows a little thing or two about it. This is a big deal for Uber, I would think, in this, in particularly in this market. Uh, yeah, it, it is. Um, it, it's a, a public ses- setback as much as a, a realistic one at this point, because Uber can continue to operate while they appeal, and that's a process that can take almost two years. So um, it is the latest in you know a series of tensions in London, particularly with the very politically strong black black car lobby. Um, you know, Uber has an advantage, though, which is is that um, you know they have over three million uh, riders. Uh, they're they're loved in London. They've expanded uh, you know transportation options in the city. And in the past couple hours, there's a, a petition circulating to Mayor uh, Sadiq Khan uh, with with over two hundred thousand. You know, signature. So you, you might be hearing from me a little skepticism that U- Uber will ever stop operating in right. London. I think they'll probably you know either negotiate a settlement or win the appeal. But but look, it's it's been a hard year for Uber. Uber. The uh, Transport for London in, in their statement revoking the license said that uh, this was on gra- grounds that the company was kind of culturally unfit. Well, that's what I thought was so interesting. Car- Sorry, Carol, I'm about to jump in here, but I, I um, but I don't care. I want to say what I'm going to say. I can um, tell. What- <laughs> <laughs> Carol, don't let him do that. He's uh, I, here's what's interesting to me is that the, the stuff that Uber has done or even been accused of doing elsewhere is coming back to haunt them in one big market. I would say it's more that their political opposition is taking advantage of it, right? I mean, uh, you know, this is a a lobby that has sought, you know, that has really been um, overwhelmed by by Uber. You know, they've got Uber's got forty thousand drivers. There are twenty thousand black car uh, cabs in London. Um, they've been on the end of a losing battle, so they're using it, right? They mentioned the TFL, you know, which does listen to the to the to the black cars. Um, and they mention a gray ball, you know, the the accusation that Uber was tracking regulators and then not picking them up. Uh, they mention obviously background checks and and um, uh, and so you know, uh, and then they, and they accuse Uber of having a lack of corporate responsibility. So kind of hitting the company where it hurts, scoring some major political points, and now we'll see this play out in the courts. Is Uber profitable? Well, no. Uber is famously unprofitable, right. uh, like a, like a lot of uh, technology startups. Although it's somewhat dramatically on a scale, uh, yeah. yeah. Unlike yeah. with all things, it loses billions instead bit, of millions. A little bit more, but you know, and Carol, that's a good question because I think in London, you know, if if anywhere it's profitable, it's profitable in a city like London, where you know there's not much in the way of well-funded competition. Lyft does not operate there, uh, Didi does not operate there. Um, you know, they. Um, you know their competition is like black cars, which are considerably more expensive, um, and you know, and it's a mature market. So you know they're not subsidizing as much. So mm. you know they lose a city like London. Let's say they do in a year and a half. Uh, they operate in 500 other cities, but you know this is one of their more profitable markets. It's one of their larger markets, so I think it does make an impact. How large? But how many cars? Certainly do you wouldn't know? help. Or how many drivers? Um, uh, Forty thousand drivers. That's so, a lot. So Brad, you have written so much, and you know so much uh, about Uber specifically. So if you're writing another chapter. Or another book about Uber, like where would this fit in? Is it just another fit in rather? Is it just another hiccup or is it something more significant? I mean, you know, today it seems significant, and then you step back at the end of the week with all the other news about this company. It, I, I would say it's really not that dramatic. It's another piece of, uh, of, of a fabric of legal problems all around the world. Um, and then, you know, and then, you know, to answer your question, and I, and I will update my book, uh, The Upstarts, um, with a, a paperback edition. And, you know, the, the larger story, the arc, is, you know, a company that, 
uh, you know, grew at all costs, broke all the rules, had a cultural rule breaking, and it kind of came back to haunt them and took down the the CEO. So this is one one piece of it. But I, you know, I, I think in the end, it's probably, um, you know, it, it, if it does happen that they can, you know, do get kicked out of London, that will be significant. But we're a long way from that. Um, it's interesting too that London has such an interesting. I mean, the culture of, of taxi drivers in London is. I mean, speaking as a former cab driver, it's a legendary. The the knowledge and experience of London drivers. It's, it's just. It's fascinating to me that Uber had such a hold on that city. Um, well, and you put your finger on something, which is is that th- there's a, a bunch of dimensions to this dispute. You know, one is is it was an unfair playing field, and the black car drivers had to take the knowledge test, took years to prepare, very stringently licensed, uh, and then they charged more. Uh, but also, there was there's really an aspect of the immigration debate to this. Um, Uber mm-hmm. car Uber drivers are are usually immigrants, uh, quite racially diverse. Um, uh, the black car drivers in London are really native Londoners, um, with oftentimes with family history in the industry. Um, and so, you know, you see all sorts of like modern divisions in society bubbling up through this debate. And what is it that London is so ticked off about? Well, um, you know, the, this actual complaint uh, cites background checks, cites the company's failure to report crimes mm-hmm. committed by Uber drivers, cites the use of of, uh, of, of Grayball, this tool uh, that could be used to evade picking up regulators that Uber, Uber definitely deployed in, in other cities. Um, so that's what they cite. But, but, you know, there's other problems that come into this. One is that Uber's created a lot of congestion and its competitors, congestion in, 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 the, uh, in the central hub. Um, and it also has undermined the, a proud sector of, you know, of the, of the uh, London economy, which are these black cars. Uh, yeah, and again, as you mentioned, in, in the in the sort of shadow of Brexit and the anti-immigrant sentiment that rears its head in different parts of the world, uh, that's that's there too. Yeah, and and that's a problem, you know, for Theresa May as she you know tries to put a Brexit plan in place. You know, one message that is being sent here is that you know conceivably the city is not friendly to, to startups. Interesting stuff, Brad Stone. Great stuff. Uh, thank you very much, Brad Stone, technology editor here at Bloomberg.